Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of The Boyos Discuss, the podcast where we pick a topic and then shoot the shit about it for a while. I'm Matthew, and today I'm joined by my co-host, Ben. Yo. And Harlan. Howdy, guys. So, uh, just for a little background on this movie, it came out in 2004. That was two years after the first Spider-Man movie. It was directed by Sam Raimi again. Had a budget of $200 million compared to Spidey 1's $139 million. Made $789 million at the box office. And uh, the first Spider-Man actually made a little bit more. It made $825 million. But that made this movie the third highest grossing movie of 2004, falling behind Shrek 2 at number one and Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban at number two. So very much a, uh, a 2004 type of year or just you know whenever you think of the 2000s you're like oh yeah the spider-man movies fucking shrek and harry potter but um it was met with uh critical oh yeah (laughs) and and star wars uh but that wouldn't be a trinity then (laughs) uh, um it was met with widespread critical success from uh critics and fans alike and it ended up winning the academy award for best visual effects which is pretty impressive uh especially following up the first movie which for its time was impressive uh i don't think visually the first one really holds up but um and hopefully the increase in quality will continue into the third one but that would be a future spoiler so we're not really gonna get into that just yet um so i guess what what's everyone's history with this movie uh i don't really remember watching this in theaters i'm probably i'm pretty sure i did uh but I vividly remember Spider-Man 3, and I do remember Spider-Man 1 in theaters. This one, I don't know. I remember watching it home, and there's specific scenes that are just, like, drilled into my head. Like, the operating scene, and the train scene, and the final part, the final, like, confrontation and stuff. But, I don't know, it's kind of hazy. So, um, I actually didn't like this movie as much as I liked the first one uh, when I was a kid, and... A big reason for that was the operation scene. We'll yeah. go over that later, but like it terrified me. And mm-hmm. um, so, like, so we didn't really watch it as much. And then it was one of those ones where we just didn't take care of. And then when we did go back to watch it, it was all scratched up. So then it was never watched. But the first one was you, we watched all the time. So this one was just kind of not as good to us. I feel like I can say I didn't watch this in theaters because if I did that operating scene, I would probably like have to be like escorted out of the theater <laughs> as a kid. <laughs> Even yeah, as an adult, like that's that, scary. Like it's filmed it's like a horror scene. Morbid. We'll get, yeah. yeah, yeah, we'll get there, uh-huh. but it's fucked up. <laughs> when like uh, I, I guess my the only memories I have of this like they had the Lego sets that I saw in the Lego magazine, and I was like, damn, those are cool. But I didn't actually <laughs> see the movie until. A couple years ago, um, I, Ben and I, uh-huh. we, you and I, that uh, that was like the first time I watched it was with Ben a few years ago. But, um, you know, I had watched the first one and the third one in theaters, but I just for some reason, I don't know, maybe I, I thought I was going to be disappointed or something because people hold this one in such high regards. Um, but then eventually I saw it and I was like, hey, that's pretty damn good. Um, so I guess just as a brief aside before we start the synopsis, 
There is an extended cut of the movie that's referred to as Spider-Man 2.1. It adds about eight minutes of content, and it's what I wrote the synopsis on. So if there's scenes that people don't really recognize, uh, check out Spider-Man 2.1. Um, did you all watch mm. the extended cut for this or just the regular I, theatrical? I don't know. Um, so the extended cut, the extended one has the scene with uh, Jameson in the Spider-Man suit. Like and he's doing, like Spider-Man no. was a hero and he's a villain. Like that no, kind of thing. no, it's it's the one where he like puts it on and he's oh, acting no. like a goofball. Oh, so you no. watch the theatrical? But I know, then. yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah. Um, huh. How about you, Harlan? Did you watch the theatrical? I watched cut? the. I did watch the theatrical cut, the regular cut, not the extended one. Wow. I mean, it doesn't really add all that much. It adds goofy <laughs> scenes like that, and it just gives. Uh, I guess maybe some longer versions of scenes uh that kind of i don't know fill out the story a little bit i don't know that i specifically left notes in the synopsis for them but let's just jump into that then so we got well does it, does it make any sense that they took it out like it's eight minutes how, how bad would that have been to put it in the movie so it's like they extend fight scenes and uh it's weird because there's some stuff like especially with harry osborne talking to peter at his surprise party that really gives more, I guess, context to mm. Harry and where his head is. And so I kind of wish that that had yeah, that been, nice. been left in. Because um, then that yeah. just would have set up, you know, the events possibly going forward a lot better. But um, mm. I don't know. They just, yeah, it's it's interesting. And it's one of the, uh, I guess, better regarded extended cuts, similar to, like, Lord of the Rings, the extended edition. But... I guess okay. we'll we'll jump into the synopsis now. I've separated it into four parts, so we're going to kind of go through, and then once we reach in, the end of a part, we'll discuss for a little bit. So we got part one, which is normal Spidey stuff. We got the opening credits, which were way more interesting since they use, like, kind of comic book-looking images to retell the events yeah. of the first movie. Which that was badass. It's dope. Like, I wish more <laughs> comic book movies would do that. Um and uh, one little neat thing I noticed that I'm not sure. Oh, <laughs> You're good. Um, one thing I noticed in the credits, like the opening credits of this movie, is that Kevin Feige executive produced it. And uh, yeah. for those of you who know, like he's the head honcho of the MCU. So it's just sort of a neat thing to see he w like started here, maybe, mm -hmm. and then eventually led, uh, you know, the most successful comic book movie adaptation series in existence pretty much so that's just yeah, he was right there movie. with stan lee too it was like stan lee yeah and yeah they, yeah they i was both like whoa produced yeah it's nuts <laughs> so um, i thought i might have missed that in the first movie but i guess it did just start here i mean it might have I, I that's that's all i know um is that for this one i noticed that but mm. we have another cliche opening monologue by peter um he's staring at mj's billboard so she's doing really well, but he's not doing all that great. He's a pizza delivery guy. He nearly kills his employer, Mr. Aziz, with his uh, scooter. And the pizza <laughs> chef says to Mr. Aziz, he's like, I can't understand you. You got to speak English. And the whole time, that entire scene is just like, oh, my God, this would not have fly. Like, this would not fly today. And then uh, so Peter is like, I can't do it. I got to go to class because they want him to deliver a pizza. And then Mr. Aziz is like, 
you're the only one available. Salim was deported yesterday, and it's like, oh my god, like, you have that other <laughs> line, and then you lead right into that. It's like, oh, dude, yikes. Um, See, that was not in the uh, theatrical cut. Oh, so, shit. Uh, yeah, I don't remember oh, hearing that yeah. either. Yeah. This okay. whole so, yeah, thing was not in the Oh, that's probably why. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, that was a good move, Raimi. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. So, like, that whole thing wasn't in the theatrical cut at all. Like, but, there like, wasn't the part where it's like, yo, <laughs> he got the, the pizza guy. reported yesterday. <laughs> Speak English. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. But um a neat yeah. little bit of trivia is the uh the phone number on Peter's helmet for Joe's Pizzeria is a real New York pizza place. Um and apparently they really? loved the publicity so they just kept the number the same even after the movie came huh. out. Um nice. yeah. Uh so Peter he has to go 42 blocks in 7 minutes to deliver the pizza and that's when we have which the, is uh, ridiculous oh yeah it's insane it's like there's no way he's gonna do it without cheating but um he uh this is where we get the first meme line of the movie where it's the uh, the guy who sees uh peter go into the alley and then spider-man come out with a pizza and he's like whoa he stole that guy's pizzas so that, that's not just a guy that's yeah. like uh it's, it's a comedian I can't right remember his name yes but he's in he's like you know him from Chappelle show He's, mm. uh, I, God, I can't remember his name. It's, but he's in, like, he, he, I've only really ever seen him do cameos. <laughs> and, like, little side character skits and stuff. But he's funny. Yeah. But, uh, mm. I, I, that's, that's the first meme line of the movie. But another bit of trivia is that, uh, Stan Lee was originally the one who filmed that cameo. And, uh, because of problems with the shot, they refilmed it with that comedian. And Lee was given a, uh, a different cameo, which... I'm going to be honest, like, in this one and Spider-Man 1, I didn't notice the Stanley cameo. Like, really? I feel I like... I noticed both, but it's very, good. like... Yeah, he's just a guy in a crowd running away. Yeah, it's not much. like... It's not or, like yeah, modern... he's, like, pulling a lady out of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, he... Yeah. I was going to say, it's not like Marvel movies of today when it's, like, very apparent. You know, mm -hmm. like, they really draw attention to it. Um, you know, it's just... It, a product of a different time, I guess, but... Uh, a lot more of, like, an Easter egg than... Yeah, yeah. Um, so after Peter, you know, he decides to dress up as Spider-Man and deliver the pizzas that way, he saves some kids on the way, and there's a funny scene where he, like, drops the pizzas on, like, a ledge, and this guy, like, is about to eat a slice, and he fucking pulls the pizza back. <laughs> and it's like, that's still nasty, because he had his hands Yeah, I know. But, um, yeah. <laughs> So he goes to, uh, I don't know, some building to deliver the pizza. And uh, this is another thing in the extended cut. He fumbles with the stuff in the janitor's closet for like an uncomfortably long amount of time. I don't know, that was in, in the extended cut. Well, no, that's in the theatrical. Oh, really? I, I don't know. Yeah. I had read yeah, on it. Like I, think it I, read on I wrote something about seconds. it because it was so long. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's just like... It's a funny gag, but it just goes on for. And that I don't seems know, like, like a recurring thing in this movie. There's a gag, and you're like, "Ha, that's funny!" And then it just keeps going, and you're like, "Yeah, can we not?" Uh, I'm over it. Well, what was interesting uh, was I thought that it was gonna try and show that because it shows the time right after where it's like, "Oh, they're sending this because this is the reason why Peter is late because he's messing around with these, you know, brooms <laughs> and stuff." Yeah, but. He's like ten minutes late. It's it's not that yeah. he was close by any means. Yeah. So I I don't understand why they did that so long. 
And it was what was kind funny, of funny is that, that just kept going. Uh, that well, that receptionist is um, that's a uh, what's her name? Zoe Deschanel's sister. Um, all right, I'll look it up real quick. Uh, uh, Chloe. Deschanel. But yeah, she's the lady owns and stuff. Like she went on to be like an actual uh, Emily Deschanel. Yeah, she's the one mm. that uh, she's the head uh, or the lead actress in Bones and a lot of oh other shit things. oh wow yeah, it was crazy seeing her yeah as just you know receptionist yeah there's a lot of really famous actors in this that are on like lower uh, like cameo there's type two deals. there's two cameos in the train that I noticed but we'll get there yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so that's, you know, the, the whole thing with like, oh, the pizza's late, so I'm not going to pay for it. That's a stupid rule. Like, I don't understand yeah. why that was a thing. In New York. <laughs> yeah, in fucking New York City. But, um, I digress. Uh, we get the next meme line, which is pizza time. Uh, <laughs> he drops it off. Um, pizza time. So she's not going to pay for it because he was late. So he leaves the pizzas anyways. I figure since he's going to get fired, he should just take them and be like, screw you, bitch. Like, yeah. I'm going to get fired anyways. So um, mm. he goes to Save Aziz. some money on food. Oh, yeah, seriously. Um, So he goes to Aziz and uh, Aziz fires him and he tears off the sticker from his helmet. It's a really sort of funny, I guess, scene. But With the publicity. I don't know. It's kind of sad. Like, Peter I mean, is there just groveling, like... begging for this job, and Aziz is about to be like, you know what? Yeah. And then he rips the fucking, like, <laughs> sticker that's why it's off. funny. Like, Get it out of funny. my shop. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. Uh, so um, we go immediately from that to the, uh, the Daily Bugle, and Jameson fires Peter as well, because he's taking all these boring-ass pictures of, like, birds and old people playing chess at a park and shit and uh he's like i I need spider-man photos for page one or whatever and so in order to just get some money he's like okay i got i got the hookup here you go and he gives him some spider-man money uh or some uh, spider-man pictures but he can't actually get paid because he owes the receptionist a advance on his payment so he doesn't get shit so he just kind of leaves. He goes to Dr. Connor's class, well, which he has just missed. Um, did you want to say something, Harlan? Yeah, I was just going to say, like, what was interesting in that scene, and I thought that it was cool, was the way that Peter actually snapped back at Jonah when Jonah was like, here, 150, and then Peter's like, no, 300. Yeah, and yeah. That's outrageous. He never okay. does that. <laughs> yeah, he's done. <laughs> he, nobody has ever, or he doesn't really do that with any other character, I noticed. Like, it's just Jonah that he kind of snaps back at. Everybody mm-hmm. else just he, he's a doormat too. Yeah, yeah, you're not wrong. Yeah, that's crazy. yeah, yeah. Uh, but um, he goes to Doctor Connors' class. He's late. Uh, Doctor Connors is like, "You're always sleeping in class," and da da da, and other exposition. Um, his uh paper on fusion is overdue. And he's like, oh, I'm going to write it on Otto Octavius. And Dr. Connors is like, oh, he's a very good friend of mine. Da, da, da. Um, and if he doesn't get it done, he'll fail the class. That's kind of a thing that comes up a little later. But and it was uh, cool to see Dr. Connors instead of just a name mention. Yeah, yeah. And it's, I don't know, the, uh, not to go into future spoilers, it's a shame that uh, we don't really see much of him in the Sam Raimi movies beyond yeah. this but well, i feel like they kind of covered his storyline in this movie where it's like a, a professor to peter and colleague turns villain like it yeah, kind of would have been a rehash you're right yeah that's yeah. i guess that's a fair point but it was yeah. cool to see him yeah yeah 
Um, so then from there, we go to... He turns to, into the lizard, for anybody who doesn't know. That, <laughs> <laughs> from here, we go to a, uh, a surprise party for Peter's birthday. Um, Harry's pestering Peter about Spider-Man since he wants revenge, and uh, Harry is now this big wig at Oscorp, and he's going to hook Peter up with an interview with Octavius. And uh, this is another thing that I had talked about with the extended cut. You have the whole thing with him being, like, super... I guess aggressive with Peter on his birthday about their connection uh, or like Peter's connection with Spider-Man and then he says uh, if you knew who Spider-Man was would you tell me and then the scene just kind of ends and they don't address yeah, they it go, of course not Harry we don't tell you anything yeah <laughs> why would we and tell that, you that shit what I'm, gonna, what I'm gonna say is like I didn't really like Peter in the last or uh, Harry in the last movie I really like him in this one like I understand really? where his head is uh, yeah. type of really? deal and I feel like it's I I it's Nobel the, Prize. I think he's like, okay. Yeah, he's yeah, goofy, I think he's but unrealistically I, angry. He's like I'm gonna I'm gonna say this. Spider Man. <laughs> it feels like after the first movie, Tobey Maguire gave acting lessons to everyone, and it's not good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You're not wrong. <laughs> Um, no, I mean, not that, because it's like, Harry wasn't that great as, like, from an acting standpoint in the first one either, like, there's, it, it's, there were moments that were not good in that, but, I don't know, I at least understand the headspace that he's coming in, and it's kind of, yeah. like, tragic, because it could have been very easily avoided if Peter had just not been a bitch and told him, uh, yeah. you know, but... That's neither here nor there. Um, we have the scene with uh, Aunt well, May. I'm gonna say something about that. Scene oh, go too, for it! Yeah, because they're like they're all together, and yeah. like the 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 scene is going on and progressing. And this is Harry's birthday. He's hanging out with the family and everything. MJ's there, and she's a bitch to Peter, like out of the back, <laughs> off the top. Like think... I haven't seen you in a while, Peter. Where oh, yeah. have you been? Yeah. And, like, well, they all are bitch from like, college. Also, like, if they you all knew do who that. Spider-Man was, would you tell me? And Aunt May is like, oh, I, if I knew who killed Peter. Take my fucking we'll money, Peter! We'll get there. We aren't there yet. such an asshole, <laughs> I was about to and get like, there, Ben. Uh, the, so we got Aunt May, who's conked out. I think she got, like, wasted. Um, and she's laying on the table. Um, and so she's like, Oh, everyone's gone now. Peter, you should take this $20 bill. And Peter's like, bitch, I just saw your thing saying the house is getting foreclosed. Like, no, I'm not taking your money. And she, like, yeah. gets actually angry at him. Yeah, it's <laughs> And so it's scary. really uncomfortable. And it's like, oh, geez. Like, That's, like, the best acted scene in the entire movie, though. Her acting right there. I think there's like one there's scene. Emotion. There's Dude, one every, scene I like she better. Steals every scene. Oh, I agree with that 100. percent Like the Peter, best. Don't leave me. <laughs> but um. Yeah. So so as it goes on, it's like then right after that, like she's just like take this money, and then he goes to take the trash out right after that, and MJ sitting on the porch waiting for him and she comes up to him like she's gonna flirt and kiss him right like she, she wanted to like, fuck oh yeah she, she wanted him like, to fuck her up, right there fuck me eyes <laughs> she's not wearing a bra she wants it like all that shit, right? <laughs> yikes and, yeah yeah she's like 
I have a boyfriend. Yeah, no, I had that in my notes. I was like, <laughs> she's acting so fucking thirsty. Oh and then God. he blows it. And then out of nowhere, she just kills the moment. And it's like, oh, I'm seeing someone, by the way. Uh, and no, maybe it's... I was watching... As I was like, watching I this, to say I this saw... Okay, say it, say it, say it. Oh, sorry. About that, like, when she comes up to him, she's like, oh, man, I'm really happy to see you. And he goes, yeah, oh, boy. Yeah. Like, oh, boy. Up, like, <laughs> yeah, oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> it's no, it's hilarious. horrible. the The novelty of like the high school awkwardness is worn out because he's in college and works jobs and lives on his own. I'm like, yeah. you can't keep being like this, Peter. <laughs> this isn't funny anymore. And uh, and I, I was just watching MJ through this whole movie, and I'm just like, look how they massacred my boy. Like, what did they do to <laughs> yeah. this character? She's such a shallow like male fantasy of just like, oh my god, take me, take me, please. I don't want to be yeah. with anybody, but but you and and you and your little hovel that can't pay for anything and you uh, awkward fuck please take me into your arms it's like what the fuck is this it just i uh every scene with mj just bothered me and this is the first one where it's like oh i can already tell this is just gonna yeah. be cringy yeah. yeah it just doesn't make sense her face is plastered <laughs> all over the fucking city she's like this great actress or whatever yeah and she's hanging out in this shit one like tower. no i i love the I, I mean this happens later but i'll just i'll say it now the part where uh her fucking face is along like the entire side of the screen. Yeah, what the fuck? It's like I've uh, never uh, seen advertisement done in that way before. Like it's the um because it's, it's not. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like Harlan, you know the billboard at the beginning. Like they have that picture yeah. plastered on the side of like that construction stuff that's always going on in New York for some reason. Yeah, and it's like there's yeah. three rows of it going all the way down yeah. the way. Like, yeah. It's so much. Uh, yeah, but like after that, Peter's like going home and everything, and uh, he uh, they're going up to his landlord or going trying to sneak up to his house, and Mr. Dikovich is just like rent. Yeah, this montage of him trying to avoid getting paying rent and stuff. Also, the uh, the the daughter of Mr. Dikovich super horny for Peter as well, but that's uh, something that will talk about well actually no i think i took that scene out of the synopsis but she's definitely thirsty for, for no peter reason. yeah for it no reason just random yeah um he should have ended up with peter or she should have ended up with peter that she probably would have been better for him honestly I but know, um, so much healthier would have been less with rent. less drama just, yeah there's literally no reason why mj would have wanted to be with peter like, yeah. i can't think of one but it's, um uh, that uh to that rent thing there's a funny scene uh so tenants they are sh they all share a bathroom together at that apartment complex and yeah. there's the funny scene where peter's like knocking on the door to the bathroom and he's about to go in and mr dickovich fucking beats him to it and goes <laughs> inside and then yeah. peter knocks again and mr dickovich opens the door he's like rent and then peter shuts the door <laughs> on his face i just really like that scene um but a little bit of trivia um mr dickovich is actually named for steve ditko who was the original illustrator of spider-man so that's huh. a neat little bit of trivia because i always thought that that was like a weird name for a person yeah. just in general but um, there is reason for it. Um, after that, we got Harry and Peter going to Octavius's uh, weird penthouse lab that he has. Um, and uh, he does the whole Nobel Prize thing, like uh, Ben was yeah. saying earlier. And it's really kind of hammy. But um, 
Well, Doctor Otto ha- wants nothing to do with. Peter. Oh yeah, and then like um, Harry's just like, "I pay your bills, bitch. Talk to my friend." Yeah, and then he re- begrudgingly spends time with Peter. Yeah, but, but then, then it somehow ends up with them going to dinner together. No, they have with- dinner at the penthouse, and yeah. uh, and like because the whole thing is like, okay, I'll give you ten minutes, and then he's like, I can't believe we've been talking for an hour and a half now, and uh, uh, we kind of get to know. Rosie, who is uh, Otto's wife, a little bit, and they're talking about how they met. Um, there's a few oh, lines sweet. that are in it's the nice. extended. Yeah, I thought it was sweet. Um, some of the stuff was in the extended cut. I don't remember which lines specifically, but that is one of the extended scenes. We get a line oh. where Rosie, for some reason, just out of nowhere, asks if Peter has a girlfriend. And Peter's like, I don't know. And they're like, what do you mean you don't know? Like, that's kind of something Dude, you and would fucking know. And that's what I'm saying, know. too. So, like, Peter's such a fucking punk for being like, Mary Jane, stop. We can't be together. We can't do it. I don't love you. And then we'll not stop flirting and trying to be around her. And telling people <laughs> that he's maybe dating yeah, her. Yeah, I fucking hate Peter in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Otto, they have a thing where they're talking about how... Uh, like, Otto, when he was in college and he met Rosie, he learned poetry to get her to fall in love with him. And he's like, you want a girl to like you? Tell her poetry. And so Peter starts studying poetry at the laundromat, and uh, we get a funny little scene where he has washed the Spider-Man suit with all of his other clothes. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> he pulls them out, and they're all, like, dyed blue or whatever um, from the suit. But <laughs> I thought it was funny. <laughs> I just well, I don't understand why he washes it at a public dry cleaner, but right. or, or a public laundromat. But you what know, else that's... would he do? Wash it in a sink? Yeah, I mean that's at least then you're not going to get caught. His reaction was just like surprise when he pulled it out. And I yeah, was like, you put it in there, dummy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, anyway, but uh, from there we go to a 2000s song playing as Peter gets ready to see the play. Um, that MJ is going to be in. Uh, on the way to the play, a car nearly kills him, and he flips over it in his scooter. And a little bit of trivia, um, when Peter flips over the oncoming car, Tobey Maguire actually performed the stunt himself. A stuntman had performed it, but Sam Raimi thought that Maguire looked more natural, so he used that take instead. And that's just fucking mm. nuts, because that scene is like... That's a good I just, stunt. Yeah, it's a yeah. fucking great stunt. Like, and <laughs> just in general, like a lot of the trivia about this movie that I found was related to like people doing stunts. Um, I didn't include these, but um, the actress who played Aunt May did all of the stunt stuff herself. Um, so like the stuff where she's hanging uh, on later on by her umbrella, um, you know, just stuff like that. She did that herself, as well as um, uh, the actor who played uh, Octavius. He is like, oh, uh, what's his name, uh, Alfred Molina? Yeah, yeah. He um, he is like very much not the type of person who does his own stunts, and he's yeah. like on record been like, I would prefer to just have professionals do it because that's their job. And uh, one of the things of trivia was that they basically would like trick him into doing his stunts, and then they're like, Well, you did it, so we're using it. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, but he was like, he was glad they did because he was like, they uh, pushed me to be better basically and like uh you know try things that were out of my comfort zone so just cool stuff like that um peter he uh you know he 
flips over that car. There's a scene where there's a bunch of kids who just saw him flip over it. And they're like, wow, how'd you do that? And he's like, oh, I just eat my vegetables. And the kid's <laughs> like, my mom says that. You yeah, know? I just um, believe it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so he's like, oh, I got to stop these joyriders or robbers or whoever they are. Um, and we get our first action set piece of the movie, which is him uh, chasing that car down and webbing Dude, up the, the action scenes in this movie are badass. Oh like, yeah. They're yeah. good. They really so like they're when cool. I like that. There's a lot more like Peter. Well, uh, you know, Spider-Man fighting like, I don't know, just petty criminals. Cause you don't really yeah. see much of that in Spider-Man one. And it mm. just kind of, I don't know. It fills in the story and makes you feel like he's actually doing a lot for the city. But, um, yeah, I like it. looked good. Like, Oh yeah. It looked, I thought it looked this. really good. Yeah. Yeah. It was awesome. Yeah. Um, so he, after that, for some reason, steals the robber's car and he drives it to the play <laughs> and changes in the car from his Spider-Man suit, which props to you, dude, for being able to do that. But, um, <laughs> he's late to the play because of that little diversion and the snooty usher who is played by Bruce Campbell, uh, you know, just another neat little cameo. Cause you got to have one of those in every Sam Raimi movie, I guess, but, um, he won't let Peter in because he's late. And there's a funny little interaction with them where he gradually is like, oh, your tie's not straight, and so he fixes his tie. Oh, your shoe's untied, he fixes his shoelace. And then what just as that? he's about to go in the door, he fucking won't let him in. Um, what were you going to say, Harlan? What else was that guy in? Uh... He's in the Evil Dead movies. Yeah, that's who it was. Yeah, it was and Ash. that's yeah, because it's uh, it's Sam Raimi directed those ones, and uh, just as a little, I guess, Easter egg, he includes him in a lot of his okay. movies as a uh, cameo. But um, he won't let him in because he's being a big old dick. Uh, and so Peter just sits and he sulks outside of the theater. And then when MJ leaves, instead of going up and talking to her and being like, hey, I was literally a minute late and they wouldn't let me in, but I sat here anyways because I wanted to, like, hang out and talk or whatever. Um, yeah. He just sits and, like, stares at MJ as she leaves. And uh, MJ meets up with her new boyfriend as Peter watches them just kind of creepily. I just like these scenes with Peter and MJ play out like like head conversations I had to myself at 16. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, like it's gonna be so so moody and emotional, romantic. If I just like hang back and don't, or just like and these things that I think are romantic, and then look back, it's like, oh, that's fucking. Oh, horrible I was just creepy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's what every scene with them feels like. Yeah, but uh, that's the end of part one. So if we want to, I don't know, discuss anything, or if we feel like we've kind of summed up everything so far, we can just jump right into part two. Uh, I have a question. I think it was really Why? interesting. Go ahead. Okay, why is Peter moved out of Aunt May's house? I don't yeah, know. I, was, I think was saying the same thing, and I think that it had more to do with the fact that, like, in the early 2000s, there was a lot more pressure for you to be, like, out of your house when you were 18 than ever. But she's an old widow. What I was going to say is he wanted to be closer to Manhattan itself uh, so he could fight crime. He's Spider-Man. I know, yeah. but, like, <laughs> and living with Aunt May, that's another, like, potential risk of her finding out the truth. Um, you okay, know, that's our, uh, all I could think of. Yeah. 
um that's uh, that's uh, i don't know i guess i kind of get it but it's just it's just one of those things where it's like oh my god i have all these problems i can't afford anything aunt may can't afford anything it's like how about you know you guys kind of tackle that together yeah Yeah. (laughs) so it just seemed weird and he can't live with harry anymore because harry wants to kill him to a spider yeah uh I like how they started to show how he was losing his powers, though, from this time. Like, he's getting depressed. Yeah. It's like the spidey depression's getting to him. He, you know, having trouble getting it up. Well, and that leads, that leads exactly into mm-hmm. part two, which I, 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 I sub... Oh, okay, go for it. One more thing. Uh, it's very subtle. Uh, <laughs> did, did you notice the name of the play? It was The Importance of Being Earnest. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like, wow, thank you. <laughs> what could that mean? For beating us it, over the head. <laughs> it reminded me, it's like a much shittier take. You, it, it, what was the last, if y'all saw Into the Spider-Verse uh, yeah. kind of recently, he did a, a book report on Great Expectations. And he did graffiti pieces on it, and it played throughout the movie that he had these great expectations and this and that. And it, and it flowed seamlessly into the narrative, and it belonged there, and it made the movie better. This was just like, be earnest! And it uh, yeah, just... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I so. mean, I think part of that is, like, storytelling in comic book movies has just kind of evolved, you know, Absolutely. over the years. Um, like I mean, it's just, I think It makes it's more it more like, glaring. Yeah. It's more like Shrek 3 when it's like, I'm a father figure, and you're yeah. my son yeah. figure. Yeah. Look at us. Uh, it's about right. being a dad. Uh, That's how it comes off. <laughs> Any yeah. subtle message of this movie that is there, they, like, take a hammer and beat it into your face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, you're not wrong. Yeah, but um, going it's into part... Kids, so. Yeah, oh, yeah, for sure. Um, part two, uh, as Harlan said, uh, I subtitled it, Peter Can't Get It Up. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, that's pretty much the running theme for this part of the movie. But um, Peter goes to fight crime because he's all depressed after... Uh, you know, he missed MJ's play. He's not able to shoot web fluid, and he falls on his ass. So he's like, well, shit, I'm on this fucking rooftop now. What am I going to do? So he takes the elevator down as Spider-Man, and there's a funny scene. Uh, it, again, it goes a little too long with a uh, like a marketing dude. I don't know he if y'all... Dog. He's, like, taking his dog out on a walk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so he's, like, doing this whole thing where he's, like coming up with marketing things for spider-man and uh at the end uh he like is gonna give him his business card and uh spider-man's like i don't have any pockets and he's like ah yeah <laughs> but um Those, that's i don't think that's in the theatrical yeah oh the really he's in the, yeah he's in the elevator with the guy for an uncomfortably long time yeah well it's even longer I, in the extended cut oh my well, god yeah the theatrical <laughs> version the dude's like nice spider-man costume and he's like yeah that's about it Oh, and then they don't okay. say anything. And yeah. then he's like, they just stand there. I bet it. I bet it's pretty uncomfortable. And then he's like, yeah, gets pretty itchy. It's and like, oh wow. Okay, that's completely different then. Yeah. Um, and then yeah. he looks at Spider-Man's dick, and then <laughs> they say nothing. <laughs> right. No, yeah. that's weird. There. Well, I will say the the only other line I really liked in that scene that's in the extended cut is um like Spider-Man starts like tapping the first floor button, and the guy is like. That's not going to make it go faster. <laughs> and it's like just a funny little thing. Uh, you know, it, it, it did go too long, though. I will say that. Um, so Peter is distraught because he sees MJ's photo lining the streets. Uh, he leaves MJ a message on the phone with an excuse for why he missed the play. 
the message like senses a payphone it runs out and um he like acts like he's gonna put in money again and tell her the truth but he's just kind of going through the motions i guess to make himself feel better mm-hmm. um so uh i was after- gonna i was gonna say like the he he loses his web fluid and takes the elevator, then walks the street of MJ. There's like the elevator and the the liter. Like I, I can't stress this enough. How literally the entire side of a building is these like poster sized pictures of MJ just across the whole thing. Like the entire wall has like 36 pictures of MJ. That yeah. Walking past. Oh, it's, it's well over 36. Weird. It's it's a lot. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's in the weird. hundreds. Yeah. And it's just these those two scenes back to back. And then back to the narrative was just like it really jarred me. I was like, "What?" It's kind of whiplash. Fucking weird. Yeah. yeah, like you're gonna take eight minutes out of the of some like plot development and characters and stuff, but you're gonna leave those two scenes in. Yeah, it's the it, it didn't it didn't feel like they belonged. Yeah, I, I I don't disagree. Like there are some pretty significant pacing issues, and like I wonder if there's like a fan edit perhaps mm-hmm. somewhere where they fix that sort of thing but um after that we uh go to Otto's fusion shindig that he's doing to uh start this the reactor cosplay of dr no uh, yeah <laughs> yeah it's yeah so it's his like demonstration on the the fusion reactor it's like i can control the palm of the sun in my hand yeah and but we like the palm of the sun but you miss the uh the excellent joke that he starts Dude, that what the scene fuck with. was that, that comes out man. of nowhere he's like is anyone missing a wad of twenty dollar bills held in a rubber band? Well, we found the rubber band, and it's like and it's just like what? So like, why are you in it? like why do you start with that? Yeah, it's like dumb. I'm, I'm going to show you because it's like ha, 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 we've spent so much money. Uh-huh. Now watch me make a sun. <laughs> so weird. And that, yeah, that that immediately goes into him with like the little robot arms, and he has the weird neural thing that goes well, which, into his which, spine. Motherfucker, Before that is such though. a huge thing that Oscorp could sell. The arms, that's back. Yeah, like, yeah okay. That's so almost as good as the sun. It's fucking dumb. He starts out, he, he's like, <laughs> oh yeah, I need this so that it, it, my hands won't get irradiated during the fusion. Okay, what the fuck? <laughs> like, they're, they're these things where he's like, yes, each of these hands are fully sentient, and I need this neural yeah. trip to inhibit their ability to take over my mind. <laughs> what the fuck? Mr. <laughs> Mr. Octavius, did you create life? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not with the power of the sun and the palm of my yeah, hand. Yeah, yeah, that created sentience in robots. <laughs> <laughs> and so he, so then while the fucking <laughs> tritium reactor is going off with these sentient robot arms controlling it, <laughs> this dude behind Harry is like, "Your father is gonna have is gonna be super proud of you." Oh, and Harry's he's like, like way oh, too close to him. Whispers it in his ear, nibbles <laughs> on his ear. <laughs> And, like, then he just goes ahead and, like, things start going awry. And they're like, shut it off! And then the dude that is sitting there, the same dude that's like, your father's going to have great aspirations. And then he goes, your father would be so disappointed. (laughs) You're fucking ruined, (laughs) loser. It's so fucking out of place. And then, like, you know, Otto... Peter's trying to pull the plug from as Spider-Man when he comes in when things are blowing up. And Otto is like, no, I can control it. 
and then his wife gets killed. Yeah, I will say like the I, by magnetic glass. Yeah. Yeah. What? Yeah. Why did the glass fly at her? Yeah. She was like across the room, and the glass like flew at her because the sun was, you know, because the power magnetic. of the sun. But her earrings were in her ears. But the glass that shoots all over her, I don't, like there's that scene had so many weird, sh- weird things in it. Like you're saying, yeah, like motherfucker, it, you created sentient robots and you're using them like oven mitts. And then like, fucking four different people came yeah. around and they were like, "Let's have a plan for a cool scene." And they put all these things that they thought would be cool in there that don't actually make sense. Yeah, God help us all if anything happens to this inhibitor chip right here, right there, right on my neck. Uh, Look at it. <laughs> yeah, and then there's like that comically where he turns around and he's like, oh no, and then he gets shocked. Ah! Yeah. yeah. Like- Although I will say like the part where fucking Spider-Man is like, pulling the cords out and the sparks are flying that looks really good like yeah it, was yeah, badass. it yeah. did look cool like the visuals in this scene because they or like in this movie seem way better than i thought they were going to be because a lot of them seem practical yeah like, even yeah the scene where we'll get to it later on but like the scene where they're climbing up a skyscraper like it looks really badass. good still yeah. yeah but um yeah so i kind of i kind of wish I kind of wish Dark Ock, like, his wife dies, but he doesn't really, does he, Talk does he about really it. seem that he affected? Care. He does. Yeah. I mean, it, maybe it's an extended cut thing, but, um, I, I wanted, I wanted him to blame Spider-Man or something. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's, like, what the idea was, but they just didn't execute it all that well. Um, Spider-Man, it would be dumber than if, like, for well, not like, just, just change the scene around a little bit, where she's, like, Running, your Spider-Man's like, help me with this, and she runs across the room right as the glass was breaking or something. I don't know. Yeah, like, like, yeah. Or he bursts through the glass, and then, like, the integrity... Well, don't have her direct... Don't have him directly kill her. Uh, Why not, dude? But, like, something. Slammer, he uses her to pull out the plug, like, <laughs> no. slamming her into the machine Just be like, quick, run over there, and Dog Hawk is like, no, wait, and then she gets electrocuted. Well, like, I, I, I think what they were going for was that, like... Otto thought he could fix it, and uh, he thinks that Spider-Man meddling is what caused everything to go to shit. Um, and they kind of go into that. Goofy. Like it's, I know, it's I, not I, don't, I don't and disagree. Yeah, um, that's why I like I like Green Goblin because I could relate to why he was doing it at first, and then he goes off the deep end. But I'm like, yeah, you know, board of directors and, and competition. Yeah, I get it. I don't Dark know. Dark was just kind of like, I want to do it again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So they, so the next scene, like they, he passes out after he gets his little jollies electrocuted, and then they're gonna start cutting this shit off of him, right? They're gonna, they're dude. Gonna, it's this the most horrifying scene. No, and it's movie. longer in the extended cut. Like it's, it's, it's really they add like horror looking, dude. Like I, I, no, I did not remember version. how horrific, like how filmed like a horror movie it was and that just where she's I, dragging on the ground with her fingernails yeah it's yes, just like terrifying that terrified me for so long of like the idea of like having trying to hold on so hard that you're scraping your nails and like, i just got goosebumps going in your nails it's horrible that and scene is like yeah the doctor the, it's like this horrible horrible even, scene where even early on they have that that fucking harness that's holding the robot arm like move a little bit and like the doctor yeah. looks up 
and it's not moving and he's like oh mm-hmm. well it's probably just the wind or something like like the um, way the scene is shot yeah like when you first see it and that just it all looks horrifying yeah like it's all yeah. held up and then doc ock is like held down and he's his eyes are covered by the bandage which i don't mm-hmm. know why they did that but it made it scarier well it's yeah. like it's to make it so it's like oh this is like the fucking arms are like in the control. arms are sentient yeah. yeah and they're doing and their his own oven thing. mitts came to life yeah yeah and they, like, <laughs> they're like all right let's start sawing it they saw it and then they just start slamming everything around them dude grabbing people by the head and shit dude, like, it's there's crazy blood. there's actual a lot of blood like the only part in the movie where there's you know, blood splattering on things other than, you know... I don't know how it Spider-Man didn't get, like... I, uh, is this rated PG-13? I'm, I'm it curious. It is PG-13. Now. Oh, okay. And this... sure it's just for that scene. <laughs> yeah. That is my most vivid memory. No, I don't know. I mean... That's well, my most maybe. vivid memory of this movie. It's most of it. It's but, like, terrible. yeah, no, me too. And it, I vividly remember we were watching it in my living room with my parents and stuff, and I knew it was coming, I, or something, or it started, and I hid behind the chair, and I, I closed my eyes, but even the sounds were, oh, like, yeah, it's... scared the fuck out of me. Why? Make, like, a raptor noise. Like, One, like, yeah. like this all just goes back into Sam Raimi's, like, horror roots, and how he's, like, super talented at doing that type of movie, you know? Mm-hmm. But, um, and I just being like, okay, let's do that, but in Spider-Man, it's like... Well, that's an interesting choice, but... Uh... I mean, without the kind of, like, because Doc Ock throughout the movie kind of has, like, when he's coming or something, like, he has a lot of that's... suspense and kind of horror elements to him, and if that wasn't in the movie, I don't think he would be as intimidating. He doesn't really, no. you know, like, he fights well, but yeah. that added a whole other thing to it. I mean, like, as a kid, I didn't like it, and it seems kind of <laughs> weird. Like, it seems kind of put in, and it doesn't really fit with the the... Uh, style of the rest of the movie, but it does enhance Doc Ock. Yeah. But well, it's, it's just like, like Jesus scene. Christ. It's like that scene in Spider-Man 1 where um, Green Goblin goes and he's getting revenge on the board members and they literally dissolve to just white bone. But that's like, kind of goofy still. Yeah. I thought that was really <laughs> scary when I was a kid. And it, As like, a kid, Not like yeah. this. Not, yeah. like, not like this. This felt like that on steroids where it, like him being able to instantly dissolve those people gave the like illusion that he was really powerful and he could just do yeah. that to Spider-Man. And this like is just terrifying. Uh-oh. Yeah, like even even yeah. now it was un- like I wasn't like, "Ooh, we're scary." But it was unsettling. I was like, yeah. "Oh, man." Uh-huh. He's really fucking those doctors up. I thought this was a kids movie. Uh-huh. Yeah. But yeah. uh well, okay, to continue on from there, uh we go don't, like Don't overlook the Darth Vader no when he sits back up. Yeah, he goes no. (laughs) We uh, that scene ends though with Otto like waking up and he escapes into the night wearing a nightgown and he flips a car and he's like, "Ooh, I'm super strong now." Ooh, Um, (laughs) and so he goes off to do his own thing. Uh, Then we go to Jameson who is workshopping name ideas for Otto Octavius now that he's a villain. The assistant throws out Dr. Octopus and Dr. Strange, and Jameson is like, oh, Dr. Strange, that's already taken, and it's a neat little Easter egg. Don't uh, forget Science Squid. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> can't forget that. Um, but then uh, Jameson decides to use Dr. Octopus, and the assistant's like, but that was my idea, and he's like, no, that was my idea. Um, so Jameson, he knew that Peter was at the 
the fusion uh, shindig, and he fires him because he's like, why didn't you take any fucking pictures, you noob? Um, and then he unfires him so that he can take pictures of a party for an American hero who is Jameson's son, the astronaut. Um, and I remember reading in the trivia, um, just as a little aside, that uh, the astronaut's son character is a villain in the Spider-Man comics. I don't remember who, but we never I see him. I think he brings back the symbiote. Like, he Maybe. goes to space because he's an astronaut, and the yeah. symbiote attaches to his shuttle, and he brings it back. Yeah, yeah. he's he's some other some other character. Like, in the original version, like, they kind of mashed up the astronaut and that character, so it's a weird thing, but... Um, I think it was supposed to be... Um, it's, it's John Jameson, but it's also mixed with uh, Flash Thompson, I think. I think that's it, what it was, MJ yeah. dates Flash, so... And, yeah. Joe, and John well, Jameson I'm, is a uh, astronaut in the original. I'm sure. And the symbiote oh, okay. eventually goes on to Flash. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Is that I guess? Uh, um, I mean, very eventually. Yeah. From there, yeah. though, we go to um, this like abandoned dock, and Otto is talking to his metal hands. I do like in this one that it's less of like an explicitly Jekyll and Hyde thing, and more of like the tentacles are kind of like just moving around and it's all in his head. Uh, I think that that's a cooler approach than uh, the one in Spider-Man 1 where it's like him talking to himself in the mirror. Um, well, it's it's literally just Venom 2018. Like, that's every Spider-Man yeah. villain. Uh, I don't know. I feel like it was... It, it, it felt cool. Their villain persona is trying to convince them to be bad and they're like, yes! Yeah. But uh, <laughs> I thought it was really funny. He's like, I can't steal. Stealing's well, wrong. And then he goes to the bank, and the first thing he does is throw a giant <laughs> bank vault door at an old lady. Yeah. Well, like, I wish he was. I wish he was less willing. I wish he was more just yeah. like he was taking hostage by these arms. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't know how much more complicated. It's that just crazy though. Uh, at the beginning of that scene, though, he's like contemplating suicide. Mm-hmm. Like he's like, I'll just throw myself in the river and drown myself. That reminds me. And I'm of like, holy shit. Yeah, yeah, it does, yeah. Or he's like, I put a gun in my mouth and the other guy spit the bullet out. It's like, Jesus! Yeah. I, I, like, that would have been cool to see a little more of that. I yeah. don't know. But um, back to, well, to Harlan's point, then the hands convince him to do crime, and he, like, rises himself up with the tentacles, and he says, the power of the sun in the palm of my hand, nothing will stand in my way. And uh, it's just really it's- hokey. It's a uh, little too much exposition. Yeah. He, yeah. Just go, he just monologues to himself about literally everything he's thinking. And it's like, yeah, yeah I know. And One, Spider-Man does that too. And it's like, can we not have scenes by yourself of you telling us the movie? Yeah. Can we? I, but that's uh, but, to the point earlier where he was like, oh, like, is it Spider-Man's fault that Rosie's dead? Da, da, da. Um, he had the whole thing where he's like, no, like, it was maybe my calculations were wrong. And the hands talked to him and he's like, no, my fa- my calculations were perfect. It was fucking Spider-Man who meddled. You know, it's all his fault. Um, so we go from there. He's going to start doing some crime so he can make money to rebuild the fusion reactor. Um, Aunt May and Peter go to the bank to see if they can refinance her home. And the guy from Community is the banker. And that's just a funny little thing, uh, you know, if you're into sitcoms. Um, so yeah. Aunt... Aunt May, it, it was crazy. Like when I, I hadn't seen, I hadn't noticed that, and uh, like seeing that it was him because I hadn't seen him in anything at all. He looks the exact same. It's weird, yeah. Ago. 
Yeah. And if anything, he looks younger. Because in that, when he's the banker, his hair is kind of like balding and everything. But he's the same pompous asshole that he is in Community. Yeah, yeah. Like, um, oh, why can't I think of the actor's name? Community actors. Uh, <laughs> uh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it's... Uh, it's like one of the main characters. I think it yeah. is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The main it's, character, yeah. Okay. Yeah, right, it's... Right. God, why can't I think of it? It's name? I mean it's it's fine. They if people want they can uh, look it's, it up. His, it's Jeff. It's Joel McCaffrey or Joel oh, okay. McHale, thing like that. Yeah. Yeah. And he just plays the same character. Yeah. Just instead of being a lawyer, he's a, a shitty business or a shitty banker and he's just mean <laughs> to the grandma. Yeah. Like even Aunt May is trying to uh get like a deposit and the only th- she wants to get a, a she wants the free to finance her house yeah she wants to refinance her house so she makes a bank uh deposit for a super saver account and she deposits like 200 or 150 bucks and she can't get the toaster the free toaster even because <laughs> it has to be 300 dollars. <laughs> yeah. yeah um but that's when uh auto shows up and he robs the bank and he's stealing a bunch of those cool 2000s presidential coins in the bags you know <laughs> yeah, them, them, yeah. them cool coins uh that's really weird kind of ages the movie a little bit but and the teller um, tries to take one yeah like, no, and, and aunt may smacks his hand yeah that might be your parking fare for the day yeah <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so uh they, they do that whole thing they're fighting they're throwing the money bags around it's a pretty cool fight scene uh it, it reminded me a lot of the animated series and that's that was cool yeah like the goofiness yeah. and the and the fighting and and uh what the quips like yeah I, I wish, yeah i wish toby was was had that spider-man personality when he wasn't in the suit because when yeah. he's in the suit he's great he's perfect and he has the quips and it's and he's confident i'm like where is that like I know that he's supposed to be like a, a alternate personality and alias, and he would feel more confident. But like, give me a little more. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um. So like, the fight goes from the bank to and well, and there's a funny scene also where Peter like runs away, and the banker is like, "Oh, real brave, uh, you know, nephew you have there." Or whatever. Shit broke my yeah. heart. She yeah. went. She went. Peter, don't leave yeah. me. And I'm like, oh my god. Um. But wait. Yeah, could you imagine? He never tells Aunt May that he's Spider-Man. I know! Aunt May goes on forever. Well, I'll, I'll have... that Peter just bitched out and ran away. I have I have thoughts about that that we'll get to later. Um, but uh, we go from there to the fight on the street, and Doc Ock takes Aunt May specifically out of a crowd of, like, 50 people. Um, so he takes her captive, and they're climbing the building with uh, Aunt May in tow. And then eventually, uh, like, Peter smacks Doc Ock or something, and so Aunt May's hanging by the hook of her umbrella. Doc Ock gets Aunt May, and he uses her, like, as bait, and Aunt May has a super, like, G moment, and she smacks Doc Ock with her umbrella, and uh, it makes him fumble, and so, uh, because the whole thing is, like, Doc Ock is gonna stab Spider-Man as he flies in to save Aunt May, and so Aunt May is able to um, prevent that from happening, so... Pretty cool scene, all things considered, I think, anyways. But um, we go. Stanley's cameo is. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, We go from there, though, to the gala for Jameson's son, and we see Harry getting fucking wasted. Yeah. Um, Like, he is just hammered, like, the entire scene. Uh, Well, it was hilarious because the dude, it, it acts like he's drinking something hard. 
right? Yeah. But he's drinking fucking champagne. Bro, and champagne will fuck sit- you up. Okay, yeah, champagne will fuck you up. But he's sitting there, like, taking a sip out of this champagne flute. He's like, leave the bottle! And he the champagne flute on the ground. That's what you do like, when you're rich, dude. You get drunk on you, champagne all the time, I guess. I just thought it was so funny that it was champagne. Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. He's behaving like it's fucking bourbon. He should have had, like, a silly straw with it. <laughs> yeah, honestly, put it in the bottle. Harry, you're acting real silly right now. Fucking yelling at Peter and shit. It's like, oh, fuck but, you, and then he smacks him around. Oh no, that well, that that's a, in a little bit. He slaps him across the face, and it's yeah. very uncomfortable. But yeah, we uh we have the introduction for Jameson's son, and the announcer lady refers to him as delicious, <laughs> delicious, and it's like it's like fucking like why. Who Gross. does that? Like, yeah. don't say that. <laughs> like, he's not, well, like, he's not even that good looking. Like, I'm gonna be real. He's not I don't that... even think I would introduce, like, Johnny Sins like that. And you're gonna introduce a national hero? <laughs> mm. Yeah, you it's it's just, it's, it's weird. Johnny <laughs> I mean, he is an astronaut. The delicious. But is he delicious? <laughs> uh, I mean... Some would say we're not going to go there. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, well, so uh, the astronaut walks in with MJ and Peter's being a little creep again. Uh, and so he goes to talk to her and he starts to tell her poetry and she's not having any of it. Uh, she's like, and that's what I'm fucking saying. Why is Peter telling her poetry when he doesn't want to be with her? Yeah. Shut up. She's Peter. a big old bitch. And he well, doesn't he know what he wants. He wants to be with her. It, he wants to be with her. He just knows okay. that he can't. He flip that's flops like what so damn much in this. No, movie. he needs to Fuck fucking him. decide. Yeah. he needs yeah. to go one or the he other. Because then, like, I, I don't want to get into other parts of the story, but he just flip flops too damn much in this movie. I know. Um, Mary Jane's shitty for just being like waiting for Peter and using J- uh, astronaut Jay as Jr. A, to yeah. get to Peter, which yeah. is very obviously what she's doing. Yeah, and. And Peter's shitty for for Stringer stringing her along. Yeah, it's a very toxic relationship yeah. that they have. Yeah. <laughs> I hate that. <laughs> we're supposed to idealize it, but um, right. that this after that is when Harry drunkenly confronts Peter and slaps him, uh, and then we find out that MJ is engaged to the astronaut. And at this point, it's kind of basically revealed that Jameson wanted Peter to come to be an engagement. Uh, photographer he's like take the picture take the picture um yeah what's funny is that's like back to back like peter gets slapped the party stops everyone's staring and then the astronaut's like hey everybody i'm engaged now yeah that's when you wanted to do it (laughs) yeah it's it's like the the flow of this scene is just really weird between this and like it's it's, (laughs) could you imagine like getting down you are the astronaut this party is for you everything and like you're going to be engaged after this the photographer and and a drunk are slapping each other drunk rich dude it just starts smacking each other and you immediately go now this is Mm. the time that's my, that's my chance. <laughs> well, and like later on, uh, later on, the astronaut like knows that MJ is friends with Harry and Peter, and he saw yeah. that happen, but it's never addressed. <laughs> He's not like, so what the fuck was the deal with that? Like, are they lovers? Like, what <laughs> what was going on there, MJ? Um, uh, so yeah, that, that's the end of that scene, though. Uh, Peter leaves, and he's all distraught. Um, so things get real bad with his powers at this point. He's swinging around and he falls down the alley. 
and dude, that fucking looked like it hurt. Oh, I know. Like, yeah. It like, it just it's such a like they do the effects so well that I'm like, okay, I like I buy that, you know. And he falls into a puddle or whatever. Um, <laughs> yeah. So he's he's oh well, that that comes that a little later, later but oh, um okay. and there's trivia about that, but we'll we'll get there. Um, <laughs> so he falls down the alley. Then we go to MJ and her friend who are shopping. And uh, her friend is, like, weirdly unsupportive of the engagement. And she's quoting, like, all this weird shit. And uh, she, she's like, oh, do you love the astronaut? And MJ's like, very much. And then uh, the friend is like, you should say, like, oh, he is the sun, the moon, and da-da-da. And it's like, first of all, I don't think women actually talk like that. Um, and granted, no. I know it's like a theater people thing. And that's how they are. Um <laughs> you know, just because they read plays and shit, but um, I don't know. It just it, it feels like men writing dialogue for women, and not really. I guess well, uh, your friend probably noticed how MJ is constantly longingly gazing at an empty seat and going like, "Huh, Peter's yeah, not yeah. here." Yeah, that, that, I guess like, that's fair. Hey, yeah. are you using this guy? <laughs> you you shitbag. <laughs> yeah. But no, she's not even talking about it from the perspective of like the astronaut. I I just she's like. like to think, <laughs> that someone has a you know a positive thought about the no, astronaut. No, in the first movie, Harry feelings. did nothing wrong. In this movie, fucking J. Jonah Jameson's son did nothing wrong. And he's I agree with that. Dude. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't deserve it. I mean, he's just trying to you know have a nice life, and it's know. like they, it's like yeah, they want us to cheer against him, and I'm like, no, Peter's a shit person <laughs> in this movie. But anyway. <laughs> But uh, we go we go from there to Peter going to this doctor, uh, you know, to get a checkup because he's like, hey, man, like s- stuff is not going too good with me, uh, you know, and he explains to him. He's like, I have this dream where I'm Spider-Man and I've lost my powers, you know. And, Actually, like, it's a friend's dream. Yeah. And he <laughs> says that. <laughs> but like, I don't know. In this scene, like, does the doctor like. I, I, I don't know. They kind of imply that he's like filling in the gaps and he's like, oh, like your friend is having the Spider-Man dream. Hmm. Um, I don't know. I'm kind of like maybe he knows or maybe he's like thinking it's him that's Spider-Man. But uh, eventually he's like, oh, is it Dr. Connor's class? And he's like, yeah. And he's like, oh, yeah, that's that's probably it. You're probably just too stressed out. Um, so he's basically telling him, you know, you can choose who you want to be. You always have a choice. And uh, he goes from there to this weird, like, dream sequence with Uncle Ben. Uh, and they're having... Random. Yeah, it's, it's just... Good, it's good. Yeah, it's, it. it's good, but it just comes out of nowhere. Yeah. Uh, and you're and, like, what's happening? Is it a daydream? Is it what? Yeah. He's like in, he's like in heaven. It's like the Harry Potter scene with Dumbledore when they're just like yeah. in heaven. Yeah. Like, <laughs> or whatever. It's weird. Yeah, but, um, you know, it comes out of nowhere, basically, and, uh, you know, they're having the whole conversation in the car, and Uncle Ben's like, with great power comes great responsibility, and he's like, take my hand, Peter, and Peter won't, um, and he's, you know, he's kind of, like, tearing up a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's too late for that, but, um, uh, then we get the line, I'm Spider-Man no more, and, uh, Peter at this point- that, like, four times. Yeah, I mean- (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> at this point peter throws out the spider-man outfits and uh a two little i guess bits of trivia with this is um the alley where peter dumps the spider-man suit is supposed to be the same one where he kissed mj upside down in the first movie 
Um, and the scene of the, uh, man, someone's AC got like real loud. <laughs> um, the, uh, the, uh, the like scene where he's throwing it into the garbage is a, a, a like an homage to the Spider-Man No More comic, which is issue number 50 from the amazing Spider-Man. It's like pretty much a remake of that shot from the comic book. Um, yeah. And so that's uh, that wraps up part two. Peter can't get it up. So anyone have any <laughs> other thoughts about that? I wanted to make I wanted to make a point of this because I don't think we really uh, said that. But during the uh, so during uh, the fight between Otto and Peter when they're climbing through the up the building and everything, Peter's actually starting to lose his powers. So he actually gets hit with the coin bags a couple times because he is losing his power and he can't. Oh, dodge it. yeah. So it's kind of interesting to see that it's kind of slowly but surely losing more and more of his abilities. And, uh, you know, he can't even take on Doc Ock, even though you can see later on he can. So it's interesting to see that. And, you know, maybe he's not as strong as you may think and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I definitely thought this is the hands down the weakest part of the movie. Like this part. Like when Peter starts to lose his powers up until he throws away his costume, it was it was really fucking boring, and I hated every scene with him and Harry and or him and MJ because it was just it just their acting is so weird. I, I don't know like, how to explain it. It's just they're all the scenes are uncomfortable, and it's yeah, like, all of them. And I mean that's like kind of the point, but like the the bank fight scene is hands is the highlight, and yeah. every other scene is just like garbage in this part. Yeah, I, I really didn't like it. Yeah, I, I will say, yeah, it's, it's probably the weaker part of the movie. Is that kind of sum up everyone's thoughts on this part so we can yeah. jump into part three? All right, so we got part three. It's normal Peter. Um, so we got Peter's life going a lot better now that he's not fighting crime anymore. He sees it happening, and he just ignores it and continues eating his hot dog, um, <laughs> which, like, damn, dude. I mean, like, I get it, but... You know, um, he finally goes to see MJ's play and MJ is real happy about it. And she kind of fumbles her lines, which I don't know. That's kind of a cute thing. But I will say, I do yeah. not know how she could see who's in the audience because anyone who's ever done anything on a stage, like even if you're in like uh, like band or something, you can't really see <laughs> no. the audience and when the stage saved, lights are on. You know, she saved the seat for him for years. That's why there's always an empty seat. It's even though Paul, but you can't see. It's called cinema, Matthew. I know. But <laughs> Look it up. But the, the realism <laughs> in fucking Spider-Man, dude. Yeah, um, and and it, there were some weird shots of this, like the whole the and then like. Uh, What's playing over the raindrop? Like raindrops can yeah. fall over my head. Yeah, and it plays throughout the whole montage of his life just being amazing. Yeah, uh, but then he like trips and he's like, "Oh, I'm a goofball." Huh? Yeah, I yeah. know. <laughs> I love being the goofy, and yeah. uh, it's uh, it has weird filming techniques that's not used in any other scene where they do like his his trip is slow motion. Yeah, and then he gets yeah. it's all slow mo like it's just like it's a good time. I don't know. It was weird, and then he. He they freeze his face at the end of the song of him smiling for a second and he's like hee I thought the Blu-ray had I thought the Blu-ray had froze. I was yeah. like, oh shit, like it like something's wrong, but no, nah, that's like that both of those techniques yeah. were just very weird. <laughs> and I was like, okay. Yeah. Thanks. Huh. Yeah. But anyway. But I uh, noticed, uh to be honest, like at this point, like the last scene or the last act 
kind of took a lot out of me and i uh, yeah. it was like i had like lost myself and thought thinking about <laughs> something completely else and i stopped like paying attention to the movie at this point for a part okay and then like it comes i i start paying attention again but like the last scene threw me off or like the last act right mm-hmm. when like after the um like the part right before they were like talking to uncle ben when they go into Uncle Ben, it was like I was put into a dream trance myself. Like, <laughs> shit. Yeah. Like, what? No, I know. The pacing was, the pacing's horrible in that last one, too. That yeah. yeah. And it just, like, derails it a little bit. Yeah. And then, like, I, like, I don't even remember the part where the garbage man sells, like, this suit to Jameson. I just remember Jameson getting the suit and all happy. And then it's, like, the scene with Aunt May telling Peter that she's moving and that she doesn't need him anymore. Which honestly kind of makes sense because he just <laughs> ran away from her in the bank. Yeah, no, there's a, there's well, a lot of in between that. Yeah, well, well, yeah, you, we'll get to that because um, I have I have thoughts on that. But um, we, you know, there's a the garbage man finds Spidey's suit and sells it to Jameson. There's a funny little I don't know if it's a reference necessarily, but he wants money and he's like, oh, I'll just sell it on eBay, and that's kind of, I guess, in reference to the fact that people who worked on Spider-Man 1 stole, like, a lot of the Spider-Man suits and were selling them (laughs) on eBay. Um, Like, because I think they were, like, they put out a, uh, like, a reward for getting it returned to them for, like, $20,000 or something, but they ended up selling it on eBay for, like, $50,000. Which is is the best-looking Spider-Man suit. I don't know if I agree with that. Um, it's it's <laughs> an iconic looking Spider-Man suit for sure. With but the like, raised webbing and, yeah, and the, yeah. the spider symbol on the back and front. I really, it's badass. My my problem with it is the eyes are not expressive. And uh, I feel like that's yeah. something that they've gotten a lot better with in the MCU Spider-Man movies. Um, just in well, terms they just of do like, the They just do it all reliable and blow up his face so that half of it is showing. <laughs> Yeah. They do it in the first one and then this one later. If he needs facial stuff, just blow up his head. Yeah. It's fine. Or just have his mask fall off inexplicably. Yeah. But um right. we'll 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 get to that. Um Jameson is thrilled that Spider Man is gone. Um all the other news people are like, I don't know, man, things might not go too well. Um so then we go to Aunt May's house and Peter tells her that it was his fault that Uncle Ben died since he had lied to Uncle Ben about where he was going. Um, he tells her he could have stopped the thief who killed Uncle Ben, but he wanted revenge, and so he let him go. And then there's a line, uh, it's one of my favorite lines in the movie, uh, he says, Uncle Ben was killed that night for being the only one who did the right thing. And it's like, this is a, you know, just, it's probably one of the better scenes of the movie, I think, and it's elevated by Aunt May being one of the better actresses, I think, and Mm -hmm. just her delivery in this scene is really good in terms of how you know, distraught was, she is about it. This was the best scene for acting. Like this yeah. is when acting shine, and you were interested in the characters and what they were saying, and you felt what they were feeling. Yeah. The, yeah. And I really wish the rest of the movie was like this because it's almost unexpected. That yeah. There's something this good in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but um, it was. We we immediately go from there though to um, Otto has finished building the reactor except for the precious tritium which he still needs. Um, <laughs> And Harry is uh, hard at work looking for Spider-Man. He's doing all this research and stuff. He's like, where are you? Where are you? And his butler shows up. 
and he's like, your father only obsessed about his work. And then you have Harry who says, good night, Bernard. <laughs> <laughs> and all that made me want is like a sitcom with Harry and Bernard where they like give each other shit and it's little wacky antics. Like Batman like, and Alfred. I, yeah, no, <laughs> yeah. I wanted it to be more like yeah. Archer and Woodhouse. Yeah, <laughs> where he's just like, "Fuck you, Bernard! I don't care what my dad wanted. You fucking old fuck! I only keep you around because I like the way you smell or some I shit." Watched, I watched the fuck out of that. Yeah, I wish I I thought that that was the direction that they were gonna go for a second. <laughs> but uh, we we go from that to um Otto showing up and asking for the tritium. Uh, Harry will give it to him on one condition: he brings him Spider Man. The only lead that Harry has is that Peter takes photos of him. And as Otto is leaving, he yells to him not to hurt Peter, but I don't think Otto heard him. And Obviously so he's not. just like, eh, he probably heard me. I'll I'll let that play out as it is. Um, <laughs> uh, so we go to, um, there's this big old fire happening at an apartment, and Peter goes in to save a kid as Peter Parker, you know, without his powers. He saves the kid. Uh, but somebody still died in the fire, anyways, and so that this... was actually a really cool scene in the fire because uh, yeah, yeah, like, I thought it was well I done. Had... Yeah, because even in the first movie where there's that scene where they're in the fire, it's really cool. But with this one going through as Peter, you can see like I don't know, it felt like a more intense movie. House because he doesn't have the uh, he doesn't have definitely. the fireproof Spider-Man suit. Well, yeah, 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 the first like, one he swings on in heroically, swings back out with the baby, swings back in, and this yeah. one he's a dude running in and like trying to find a person and not trying yeah. not to die. Yeah, <laughs> it, was, it was a lot more intense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he um, you know, there's the whole thing where he can't save one of the other people, and he starts to reconsider being Spider-Man again. Um, so from there we go to Aunt May moving out of the house. She's going into a, an apartment. Uh, she's moved on from Peter telling him the truth. She still loves him. And uh, there's like this little neighbor kid who's helping, uh, you know, uh, Aunt May move out. And they kind of have a conversation about like, well, no, like this kid looks up to Spider-Man and like he's what this kid needs, you know. And it's like, you know, you're not always going to get what you want, but like if you are the hero that you need to be, then you have to basically just give up. Uh, you it's know, a stuff. weird message. It's a it weird is a, message. it is a weird message, but I think it like, I don't they know. Specifically it's... say you need to give up on your dreams, like, like yeah. give up on your dreams to do the right thing. And I get it. And you should always try to do the right thing and be a good person. But like it, it I'd never heard a movie say that explicitly. Like, yeah. Your dreams aren't more important than, being decent it's like oh, okay, okay. when it's like i don't know to me like if this movie had maybe more nuance you could have been implying that aunt may had kind of figured out by this point mm-hmm. that he was spider-man and they kind of like just the stuff she's saying like yeah. is so specifically around it that it's like huh does she know um i don't know maybe that'll be a thing in the future but uh, but also uh you just <clears throat> along with that i I don't know if it's necessarily like you should give up on your dreams to like do the right thing more as like you, you have to play the cards you're dealt and like, uh, they, they specifically say reality. it though. Yeah. Like, they yeah, say like you have to give your up dreams. dreams, but yeah. Know, like, it's more like May says it to Peter and Peter says it to 
Octavius. I don't know. And to that's me, that's like the message. It's it's kind. Of, I don't know. It was just this, sounded uh, weird. That scene reminded me of uh, in Man of Steel the conversation that uh, Jor El has with um, Clark Kent, where he's like, "In time, they will join you in the sun." You know, even though they're gonna hate you for mm-hmm. a while or whatever. I don't know, but I I think it's better in that movie. But um, uh, kind of a similar sort of vibe. I guess it's just like I wish it was more like. More like a message of you need to decide which is more important. Yeah, you, yeah. Instead of just like you are no longer a person, you are Spider Man. You are. You yeah. need to be this hero. Yeah. Give up on your dreams. Like that was what I got. And I yeah. wish they were more like either you can save people or you follow your passions and your dreams. But you need to actually decide what your dream is. Is it to be a hero or is it to be Peter Parker? Yeah. And then he could go like, no, okay, I'm Spider Man or something. Yeah. yeah. I could see that. I think that would have been a better way of putting it, but yeah. From there, though, we go to um, Peter is like very much now like okay, I got to be Spider Man. Like it's my fucking responsibility to do that. Um, he's back to running and jumping off of rooftop uh, rooftops, and um, he, I guess, overestimates how much of his power is back based on his resolve coming back, and so he jumps off a roof and fucking falls down an alley and hits a car. Um, and it's a funny thing. He's like, I'm back! And he's doing that, and then he falls onto the car and slams on it, and he's like, oh, my back! And he kind of waddles off. Um, but... In the first ball, like, that whole scene where he, like, gets caught in the clothesline, and he flips backwards and everything. Like, yeah. He's like, that seems so much worse than the first one. Like, his neck collides with <laughs> the trash can. Yeah. But remember, so the first one, he had spider powers, and he's super strong. In this one, like, in the fire, he tries to break down a door and hurts himself. Yeah. Just by running into it. So he's lost his, like, strength. Strength. So if he didn't hit that clothesline, he'd be fucking dead. Uh, Yeah. Like, it's insane. He he probably should be dead anyway. If you watch the way he falls, his neck collides with the corner of a trash can. No, but that was Spider-Man. That was when he was like, like it was losing his powers, and he didn't just give up on them. Now he gave up on them, and he smashes his back on the car, and he's like, "Oh!" <laughs> but the clothesline saves him. We uh, there is a bit of trivia about this scene. Uh, Toby Maguire's participation was in doubt at one point because he was suffering from severe back pains after he was in Sea Biscuit, um, and Jake Gyllenhaal was lined up to play Spider-Man in this one. And uh, they had already begun preparation, but McGuire decided to take part after all, because money, I guess. But uh, according to the DVD commentary, the my back joke after Peter falls from the roof was purely a coincidence, since it was written into the script before McGuire's issue had happened. So That's funny. Yeah. Huh. Well, you mentioned in the first movie, like, you said the first movie felt like a specific scene where Peter shoots his web. And he's swinging and gaining momentum, and he's like, here we go! And then slams into a wall. Yeah. And you said that's what the first movie felt like? This movie feels like this scene, where he's like, I'm back! We're back for part two, baby! And then yeah. falls and slams. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, you're right, dude. Like... <laughs> um, well, from there we go to uh, MJ and the astronaut. They're sending out invitations for their wedding. She kisses him upside down. But she's not really into it. Um, God, but I he's fucking... like super into it. He's like, I'm back on the moon. Oh, is it because he loves her and wants to marry her? I hate MJ. Oh, weird. I <laughs> yeah, know MJ's trash. Uh, I hate MJ. She's so bad. <laughs> yeah. 
But um, from here, uh, MJ goes to meet with Peter for coffee. Um, and so they're talking about hooking up maybe. But now Peter wants to be Spider-Man again. So he's like, I can't be with you now. And I took out a scene earlier um, where he and her were talking. And he's like, I'm finally ready to be in a relationship. Da, da, da. Um, but Dude, now... I, it's It's exhausting. Yeah. Because I feel like every time we talk about Peter and MJ, I talk about how Peter's stringing her along, and MJ's using her fucking fiancé to get to Peter. And every scene they're together, it just, like, reiterates that. And it's yeah. like, God, it is fucking exhausting to watch. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. so so Peter's like, no, I can't do it anymore because I want to be Spider-Man, but I'm not telling you that. Um, they're about to kiss because she's like, I need to know something because she's finally kind of put it together, I guess, that they, uh... They were the same person. But just as they're about to, Doc Ock shows up and attacks Peter. And there's a funny callback to the scene earlier where Peter was talking with uh, Rosie and Otto. Where Otto is like, ah, Peter Parker and a girlfriend. And mm-hmm. uh, it's just like a little callback to that. But yeah, um, get that. Well, nice. So yeah. he doesn't just attack Peter, though. He doesn't know that Peter is Spider-Man, and he hurls a fucking sedan well, through... He, dude, he attacked him because he wanted to figure out where Spider-Man was. Yo, Peter that if Peter Parker was him. not Spider-Man, he would be dead. Oh, and that's yes, fair. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> that's fair, yeah. And he, he didn't know that he was Spider-Man. He, he would have killed him, even not if just... Spider-Man didn't come back. Like, if yeah. Peter didn't turn into Spider-Man quite yet, he would be dead. Yeah. Like, that not would just, be it. Not just the sedan. Like, he grabs uh, Peter and flings him against the wall with his super-powered yeah. arms, yeah. smashes his yeah. back, and the ceiling collapses on him. I'm just imagining Don't... Doc Ock as like, I'm gonna find Spider-Man, and smushes Peter to death, and he's like, oh, fuck oh, it. Don't hurt Peter, by the way. Uh, yeah. No, that that was stupid to me, because Peter, yeah. would, would, if he was a person, he would be fucking dead. Like, no, yeah. no <laughs> doubt. <laughs> Um, well, I was thinking about, like, the people in the coffee shop, their bodies just must be, like, pudding slammed against yeah. the wall now. Jeez. I know. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, from there, though, we go to uh, Peter. He finally has it up again because uh, MJ Rock got kidnapped. Hard, baby. Yeah, and he wants to fucking <laughs> save her. So he steals the suit back from Jameson just as he was admitting that uh, the city was better off with Spider-Man as a hero. And it immediately goes from him being like, maybe I misjudged him, to he's a menace! A fucking blight on society! <laughs> we need to write fucking newspaper articles about that! Yeah, and so um, uh, there's that whole like kind of funny thing. And so he's back as Spider-Man. Him and Doc Ock fight on top of a skyscraper. Uh, it's a really cool fight, and I'm just kind of going to go through this. We can talk about different aspects of it uh, in a second, but they land on a subway train, and they keep fighting. Doc Ock sabotages the train in an attempt to, like, kill everyone type of deal, but uh, Spidey, being the hero, he's going to stop it, and so we have the iconic scene where he is, like, at the front of it, and he's trying to stop it with just his feet, and that won't stop it. Then he's starting to shoot the webs, and that won't stop it at first. Then he shoots, like, a shit ton of webs, and he's barely able to stop it as, like, the tension is ripping his fucking suit. Um, And uh, throughout this fight, he loses his mask, which 
I don't really remember why. Like, I think it gets a little burnt or something like it, that, and he throws like it off. He hits pitch. him in the eye. Yeah, it, it's, it's, claw, it's it something it like something. that. Yeah. Um, or he can't see. He can't see because some explodes in his eye. Yeah, know, yeah, like yeah. So, so the mask goes off. He's saving all these New Yorkers. It looks fucking painful as hell, but it's like the iconic shot of this movie. I would say, like, um, you know, because Spider-Man One, it's the upside down kiss. This one, it's definitely him stopping the yeah. train. Oh yeah, careful! He's a hero, <laughs> dude. That's <laughs> like, like I don't know. I that it's funny that it's that this scene is in this movie because I think that that is the greatest Spider-Man scene ever put on screen. Yeah, like I don't think it's that's been topped in any other Spider-Man movie. There's well, been better like, movies. They uh they even draw like uh, not inspiration like they allude to it in uh, Spider-Man um, Spider-Verse. Well, yeah. and then it's in the Spider-Man PS4 game, and they they yeah, always reference yeah. it. Like, it's, it's everyone fucking knows that scene. Yeah. Well, they even like, do a reference, a semi reference to it in Incredibles, where it's like Spider Man tro- stopping the train. Like, right. Yeah. Uh, and what the, the bad side of that would be, because then he's like, you broke my back. Or, you know, like all those people are suing mm-hmm. all yeah. the superheroes. Um, well, but uh, there's a part when, when we were watching it. So, sorry. Oh, okay. I was going to watching... say more like along the plot, uh, where, go ahead. Sorry. Okay. I'm just saying, I was watching the. And, or the Aunt May scene earlier when they're in the kitchen and she's like, you know, he's Peter's talking to her about Uncle Ben's death. And for a second, I was like, oh, I think this is the best scene in the movie. And I wrote that down. And I went, wait a minute. No, I totally forgot yeah. the train scene. Like, there's no contest. I think like, it's so that scene is the best acted scene. I think this one overall is like the best. The best Spider Man like, scene action. ever. Yeah, yeah. Iconic the, is how I would The best Spider Man scene, period. And, like, doesn't matter what movie. And well, I thought on... it was really funny how after that, like, he saves this whole train of people, right? And everybody's, like, they're slowly pulling him back in. And, like, these yeah. kids come up and, like, we're not And he's doing tell. the, like, the, well, no, and the, the Christ kids... pose. Yeah. And he's yeah. bringing him back. The fucking... Then, the kids like... who give him the mask uh, back are wearing those, like, horrible 2000s, like, button-up <laughs> shirts with the flames on them. Like, y'all they, probably they know like the ones I'm talking about. Kids. Yeah. Yeah. With their hair, but... like, gelled up and yeah. stuff. Yeah. And it's like just right like like in the that, first. Well, I was go, gonna say like go. right after that, there's like he's he's going along and the everybody's like super proud of him. They love him and everything. They're like saved. They they're like we we love Spider Man. Doc Ock comes in. He's like I'm gonna take I, I'm taking Spider Man now. Fuck you guys. And the New Yorkers are like if you if you gotta take Spider Man, then you're gonna have to take me too. And then he's like all right, and then just slams he them against the wall. Them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, um, well, it was. It's just so much better. Like in the first movie, Spider-Man saves the trolley of kids, and he's on the bridge, and Green Goblin's about to kill him, and the New Yorkers throw shit, and they're like, "Hey, me not in New York, hey, bagaboo," and they're like, "Oh, okay, yeah, New York." But this is so much better because, yeah. like, Spider-Man didn't save those people on the bridge, and those people on the bridge, I mean, like, I they don't were know. fine, I don't yeah, because like, Goblin yeah. just like runs away or whatever. This yeah. this captured what that was trying to, where it's like yeah. the the heart of the city. It, like embracing Spider-Man, that yeah. like and, and, and without that, like the train scene would be good, but it wouldn't have been just like the magnum opus of, of Spider-Man scenes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, oh, the yeah. fucking sorry, the fucking people on the train. The first dude who gets up in Doc Ock's face is yeah. motherfucking Joey Diaz. Do you know that? Do you know who Joey Diaz is? He's, the, he's always on Joe Rogan's podcast. Oh, yeah, he's fucking dirty Joey mouth. Diaz. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he talks uh, about like shooting up heroin and his oh dick lips God. and stuff. Like, oh my God. <laughs> like, 
he, he was canceled for like the way that he talked about like yeah having sex with a woman. He was like, it is hilarious. And I saw him, and I'm like, you're fucking kidding me. Yeah. <laughs> and then, Damn. and then when Spider-Man stands back up, the guy to Spider-Man's back right. Have you got you guys have seen, or at least Harlan's seen? It's always sunny. And there's a part where there's an episode where Dennis and Charlie are hitchhiking back from a wedding and they're dressed up in tuxedos. A trucker picks them up, brings them to a motel, and they're like, we didn't want to go to a motel. And he's like, no, you guys are dressed up. How about, how does we say, uh, you two, me, go into that motel room and you split me open like a coconut. And (laughs) that dude was behind (laughs) (laughs) Spider-Man. And he's dressed exactly the same. Like oh the trucker grudgy, I, I had to pause it because I was laughing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, well, a, a bit of trivia about this. Um, uh, Manhattan no longer has an elevated subway, so the background plates and the train tracks themselves were actually shot in Chicago and then composited against New York. But it looks huh. pretty convincing. Like, I I wouldn't have even guessed that that's what that, how that worked. But, um... Mm. Uh, from there, uh, let's see, uh, Doc Ock delivers Spider-Man to Harry in exchange for the tritium. And at this point, Harry is uh, about to unmask Spider-Man and he gets his decorative letter opener <laughs> yeah. that he's going to stab him with, I guess. Next to his bottle of Maker's Mark, sir. Uh, yeah. It's a carryover from the first movie. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Um, so he's about to stab him and he, he's like, well, I want to find out who it is first. And he unmasks him and it's fucking Peter. What a surprise. And Harry like, won't do it. He drops the knife and Peter and him have a conversation. Fucking Peter, like, he, uh, he like breaks off, um, uh, what the fuck is it? He's wrapped in barbed wire. He's wrapped in barbed wire and he fucking just flexes and breaks it off. It's like, dude, Mm -hmm. that's fucking nuts. Um, but he's like, we'll talk about this later, Harry. Like, he has MJ. You know, we have to work together on this to fucking save her. Like, because she's important to both of us. Um, so that's, uh, you know, he's like, he begrudgingly is like, okay, I'll tell you where they are. So we go to Doc Ock, who's finally starting his new reactor now that he has the tritium. Uh, and Spidey and him fight as the reactor does the same exact thing that it did last time. Because... Um, Otto didn't, as it turns out, do the uh, calculations correctly. For a so. man who is so convinced he's, he nailed the calculations, he has a hundred percent failure. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, I'll just. And if you I'll, fail, the world ends. I'll make it bigger <laughs> this time. That'll fix right. everything. Um, so it's doing the same thing it did last time. Everything's getting sucked in. There's like taxis getting pulled towards it. Um, Peter saves MJ from getting zapped uh, by the reactor. And MJ, like, as, as they're fighting, she's about to bonk Doc Ock on the head with a, a big old stick. But um, Doc Ock isn't going to have any of it this time because he fell for that last time with Aunt May. And so he throws her out of the way. Um, eventually, Spider-Man is able to electrocute Doc Ock and finally free him from the uh, control of the fucking tentacles. And uh, he finally comes to and is kind of like oh shit what have i been doing this whole time uh and so the reactor is tearing apart the hideout and all the metal in the city is floating towards it peter in a moment that like i think really uh maybe maybe it's not that it doesn't get enough credit i think it's a good moment he takes off his mask and reveals his identity to Otto, and he's like you know you told me that 
you know, science is like meant to be a, you know, force for good. Like we need to work together to fucking save the day because this is going to kill everyone in New York. Um, so they, you know, they're like, okay, we'll, we'll work together and stop this. Uh, and MJ sees Peter's Spider-Man. She's like, oh shit. Um, but we have the whole thing where Doc Ock like breaks apart the dock that they're on and sinks the, uh, the fusion reactor because the only way they can destroy it is by submerging it in water, I guess. And he drowns in the process. And uh, I don't know. I, I think that this is one scene, uh, him like sinking into the water that a lot of people talk about as being like, a, oh, like it's such a cool moment or whatever, but it doesn't really seem all that, uh, I guess, impressive. Yeah. Eh. It was it was cool, I guess. It was fine. Yeah. Um, I, I don't have much to say about that. It was just it kind of showed him drowning and the lights flicker on his yeah. tentacles before going out. Yeah. I like, didn't no, really no. feel like this was like... Like, like Green Goblin was way more like intense. Yeah, with his yeah. death. I agree. Yeah. Um. So we go. Uh, we Mary go from... Jane. I don't know. Hold on. Mary Jane had this like when she's tied up. She's tied up, but she's got this stupidly like like Halloween store giant chain on her, and it's just it's weird. Like she's <laughs> it's not connected to anything. It's just this big chain on her. Okay, yeah, well, that's little, and the chain. Me. Yeah, the chain was what was floating uh, towards the reactor, and so like Spider-Man has to like break the chain off of her to save her from getting sucked in. Yeah, type I of guess. Deal. So, yeah. This, this is weird. So the entirety of the the scene, like what MJ is wearing through this scene, is almost like she's wearing the King Kong female outfit. Or yeah, whatever. I know. Like, yeah, it, it it's like oddly sexualized and. It's like her dress is almost see-through too. It's weird. It's because she's like I, for at some point gotten wet. I don't really know why. Yeah, like she's that's like soaked. I guess, but like it none just, of the other characters are wet. Like I don't know. It just doesn't really make sense. I feel like they're sexualizing her in a weird way. She's very yeah. damsel the and damsel. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. And I haven't mentioned this. But throughout the entire fucking movie, if there's an action scene going on with a woman in it, there is this ear grating woman scream every yeah. time. They're for like the whole fight, and it's it it it's grating. Like it happens. Oh yeah, no, in like the, or- in the operating scene, it happens in the reactor turning on the first time. It happens when Mary Jane is in any scene when they're fighting like, along ah, the skyscraper. Ah, ah! And it's like, oh, shut up! When shut they were up. fighting on the skyscraper <laughs> earlier, uh, there was like a little office thing that was going on and they like break a hole through the wall. The lady screaming in that was too fucking Dude, loud. Like she I'm was, saying it was nuts. Like yeah. Wolf of I Wall Street holds the part. record for the F word. Like this holds the record for fucking female screaming. Like it is, I, I couldn't stop hearing it. Yeah. It was irritating. Yeah. <laughs> but um, after that, like the whole thing, it ends, Otto dies. And then it's like a jarring transition to the, like to this like wedding. I don't like it. Well, no, no, you're, you're missing the part where Peter is like, a wall is going to crush MJ, and uh, Peter, like, stops it, and they have, like, this moment together where, uh, you know, they're like, oh, yeah, it's me, and he admits that he loves her finally, which, uh, mm. it's, but he's still like, I still can't be with you, though, because now that you know the truth... Uh, it's not even that he admits that she loves, or he loves her, she's like... Tell me you love me, almost. Yeah, like, yeah. He's like forcing his hand. Yeah, 
Um, well, he he does, and it's just hammy and bad. <laughs> but uh, as they're leaving the uh, the dock, as it's sinking, that's the one instance of CGI in the movie that looks awful. Yeah. Them like swinging out of it, like that took me completely out of that moment. Um, and so they go on to like this uh, these big cranes or something, and he has like this web of or this uh, bed of webbing that they're laying on and talking and uh he's like our love can never be and he lets her down and the astronaut is there to get her and he's like hey you're okay and she's like very much not like she's like oh you're here astronaut okay i guess yeah you know, and you. just looking at peter <laughs> yeah. yeah i'll just <laughs> stare at him a little bit longer but um yeah then to harlan's point it's like whiplash going immediately to the wedding uh where they're literally is that before like, hold on is that before uh, harry's scene oh no 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 you're right ben yeah uh, yeah harry's yeah. scene is before the wedding we have harry who's in denial about peter being spider-man he sees well like he starts to hear something like laughter and eventually he looks into the mirror and he sees norman and they talk which i don't really understand why if it was like the alcohol that he had been drinking <laughs> playing tricks on him or if he's going crazy but um he uh, smashes the mirror, and behind it, he finds all of uh, Norman's goblin goodies. And uh, there's a neat little bit of trivia about that. Um, Willem Dafoe was not originally supposed to return for the movie, but he was walking back to his apartment one night and saw the cast and crew filming nearby. And he stopped by the set to say hello, and the filmmakers ended up deciding to give him the cameo. So <laughs> I really think it helps the scene. Uh, yeah. or yeah, I, 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 well, I guess I could have seen it both ways where it's like, he's just like looking at himself in the mirror and he smashes it type of deal. Um, but having Willem Dafoe back is just great. Cause he, yeah, I didn't even think that hard about it. I was just happy to see him. Yeah. 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 It was, it was a cool scene. Uh, um, so from there, then, yeah, so then there's the wedding and Mary yeah. Jane's just fucking running away. She leaves the, they're like, it comes in and they're, they see the dude sitting at the altar and you know the traditional dun, 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 dun. and Je- they were waiting for her and then it seems uh, like zooms in on uh jameson and he's just like uh they run don't uh, open the caviar like, don't open the caviar yeah yeah just so Cause... much money on this and yeah she doesn't show up she's clearly not going to go to the wedding beforehand we knew this before like when oh, yeah. she was with peter and then it has this horrible scene of her running through the park in her wedding. While gown. the wedding music is still playing. Yeah. And it's like, like we're straight, supposed to be happy for her. straight out of a rom com or something. No, it's like like she, it's it's just you're a bad person and <laughs> Yeah, dude. If you leave somebody at the altar, fuck you. After <laughs> Fuck oh you. God, yeah. Like you're a shit person. You are a bad person. And, and that guy that person dodged a bullet not being with you. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> But and then and then it's just like I don't know. I'm very upset with the ending. I feel like it should have just ended with Harry. I like that she said tiger. <laughs> yeah, well, like and they that scene though is just weird because they're finally together and he goes to fight crime and she says go get him tiger and then uh, he's like swinging around and then it goes back to her and she has this like weirdly regretful look on her face. I think um, that's not the theatrical. I think that might be the. In the oh, extended. that might be the extended cut. Um, yeah, it just he like kind of swings off, and that's that. Oh, that's that. They don't. Yeah, so they mm-hmm. um they jump back to MJ, and she has this like, "Fuck, what did I sign up for?" 
look on her face. Um, but, but that's Good. the end of the movie. Uh, and then we cue the 2000s music and credits. Yeah. There's no <laughs> mid or post credit scene, uh, which obviously not since those hadn't been invented yet by the MCU. Um, uh, hey, the Ferris Bueller did it. I know. I'm just. I'm, I'm making a joke. But um, the uh, a bit of trivia though about the song they used at the end. The band Dashboard Confessional agreed to write the song for the credits if they could have an advanced screening of the movie. The studio agreed, and after watching the film, the lead singer wrote the song "Vindicated" in ten minutes. So, Damn. yeah, that's uh that wraps up the synopsis. So, any other thoughts about the story before we go into the other? little bits of discussion that I have or yeah uh, well I hate the like I hate the trope it's always really annoying when it's like the main character withholds or, or withholds information that is vital to like if he didn't withhold that information the movie would be 30, 20 minutes but he just makes the decision to not tell people things and it makes this whole complicated scenario and then by the end he tells them and it fixes everything like it would 